Hey, it's Aaron, and this is 31 Nights of Scary Shit. Hey, friends, back again. Happy October 4th. Really happy to be back here with you again today. I realize I didn't really go anywhere, but hello. And I'm really excited that it's October. It's my favorite month. I'm counting down the days to my favorite holiday. And I am in the spookiest place in the United States, in Massachusetts, and could not be happier. I realized I did not get an episode out to you yesterday, but like I said a few days ago, I'm going to do my best. So if you don't hear from me one day, that doesn't mean that I've gone away forever. It just means, you know, life got in the way. But I'm loving fall. Um, It's chilly here. It was chilly yesterday. It's chilly again today, like low 50s. And I find it really funny that on the news, people were saying winter has arrived. And last time I checked, feels like normal fall weather to me. So let's see. Um, Yep, looks like it's about 57 out right now. I don't know. To me, that seems like pretty typical fall weather. But I felt it was a little bit dramatic to hear on the news people who live in the Northeast saying that they felt like it was winter. And I thought, that can't be right. So I'm loving it. I love jacket weather. I love a breeze. I even like that it's kind of cloudy and overcast today, which is very unusual because I really do like to see the sun. But it's fall. It smells wonderful. The air has like this really crisp kind of feeling to it. It's great for apple picking, all the things you do during the fall. And I love it. So let's see what's going on lately. Oh, yeah. Omicron is still a thing, in case you didn't know. There was a devastating hurricane in Florida, in case you didn't know. Oh, and apparently there's a serial killer on the loose in California that I saw on the news last night. Because that's what we need right now, a serial killer on the loose. Remember when Ted Bundy went on the lam? Yeah, it didn't go well for his victims. So kind of unsettling to hear that, that that amidst all this other chaos that's going on in the world, there is a serial killer on the loose. Now, I don't know what the, what the word is today. I'm going based off of what I heard on the news yesterday. Maybe they caught him. I don't know. I hope. I hope that, that it happens soon because, you know, that's never good. So how did you spend your day? Well, I spent the day trying to become a legal Massachusetts resident. So I went to the RMV, as it's called here. It's called the DMV in Maryland. So that's a new thing for me. And I discovered that they do not take walk-ins. They lied on their website. So I and about 100 other people were really upset. Due to circumstances I will not bore you with, it's urgent that I must obtain a new license and registration. And much to my annoyance, there was nowhere in a 50-mile radius that had any appointments available until October 31st. So that's way too far away. Also, your girl is not going to spend her favorite day of the year at the RMV. And I just simply cannot wait that long. So I did manage to get an appointment for next week. But it's about two hours away. I promise this is relevant. I promise I'm going somewhere with this long, drawn-out story. It's near the Berkshire Mountains, which is the site of a UFO sighting and abduction back on September 1st, 1969. It was featured on the reboot page, or I'm sorry, the reboot of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. And we covered the Berkshire UFO incident last October 10th. So you could check out episode 69 of 31 Nights of Scary Shit if you missed it. My point being, since I want to check out the Berkshires, I'm going to make a day trip out of my RMV trip. Do some exploring, see what the hype is all about, and I'll be sure to let you know what I discover, if anything at all. 
If you haven't already done so, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at 31 Nights of Scary Shit, or send us an email at 31 Nights of Scary Shit at gmail.com. Send us your stories about spooky, funny, weird, strange things that happen to you or your friends. If you have an idea for something that you think we should cover, send us an email. In this episode, we're going to talk about another spooky Massachusetts location, and it is the Friends Cemetery in Leicester, Massachusetts. I cannot speak for some reason. I feel like like something is compressing my tongue. It's located in a secluded spot of the Kettlebrook Reservoir, and it's known as the Spider Gate Cemetery. The reason it's called the Spidergate Cemetery is because of a low black wrought iron gate that resembles spider webs. But actually, the intention was not for the design to look like spider webs. They actually are supposed to be sun rays. Now, on first look, the cemetery really doesn't seem particularly spooky. It's small, it's well kept, and the stones are neat and placed evenly in the ground. And even though it dates back to the 1700s, it looks pretty modern. The cemetery was established by Quakers in the 1730s who believed that the grounds had special powers. The land was actually used to bury the dead and as a site of worship where many incantations were performed. It is currently owned by a group of Quakers known as the Worcester Friends Meeting, and it's open to the public. However, Anyone who visits who takes pictures or videos must be granted permission to publish them, and paranormal investigations are prohibited at the site. As much as the cemetery seems non-threatening, there are some pretty terrifying stories that are tied to it. Some of the rumors that persist about the cemetery could be just that, rumors, but that doesn't make it any less terrifying. So I'm going to dig into some of these rumors, and this is not an exhaustive list, but these are some of the ones that stand out the most that kind of have, you can kind of see where they would come from. There's kind of explanations for each of these, but again, even though they could possibly just be rumors, it still kind of gets you thinking. So rumor number one, the cemetery is known as the eighth gate to hell, (laughs) so That in and of itself, it kind of makes me go, "Mm, maybe I don't really want to go there. Um, I suppose that could also be in the mind of the beholder, because there are many days I feel like I actually stepped through the gates of hell, too. Rumor number two, a teenage boy hung himself from a tree inside the cemetery in the 1940s. Rumor number three, people have permission to perform satanic rituals at the cemetery. What is there like some sort of sign up? you know, offering, um, you know, guest spot at midnight tonight. I don't know how that works. I mean, who's granting somebody permission to do this? But again, very unsettling to to think of that. Allegedly, there is something roaring in the woods and there is a raised area about 20 by 20 feet that is called the altar, which I will get into a bit more. Rumor number four, there's a nearby cave where a girl was was killed and mutilated. Rumor number five, if you turn over rocks outside of the cemetery wall, there are runes etched on them. Rumor number six, disembodied voices are heard in the woods and things rustle about even when there is no wind. How badly do I want to visit 1 million percent? You know, I love an old cemetery anyway. Um, I find them beautiful. I like to read the old graves. 
But again, who's going to be brave enough to go with me? Honestly, I don't know anybody at this point that that would that would go with me. So definitely on my bucket list, and let's hope I don't kick the bucket because of this visit. I want to circle back to the rumors of hangings. So there's a large oak tree in the cemetery with some thick leather twine attached to it about 15 feet up. Now, I do want to mention that when I was looking into this, people who have actually gone there to you know check it out not all of them have reported seeing the the thick twine hanging from a tree. So again, that could also be part of the rumor at some point, perhaps it was there, but I'm not entirely sure when is the last time that somebody spotted this there, but that's pretty unsettling. I think to, to see something like that hanging from a tree, hence it is referred to as the hanging tree. There is no official record of anyone hanging themselves from the tree, but it would make sense that if someone were to, see the twine, it might spark a rumor because, you know, why is that there? And while there are inconsistent accounts of a boy committing suicide in 1943 by hanging himself from a tree inside the cemetery, there was an incident apparently less than a mile away in the 1970s. There was a boy found with his hands and feet bound hanging from a tree. Again, I cannot confirm the absolute details, but again, that that is very unsettling. And that doesn't sound like a suicide to me. Um, I think that if that is the case, that that needs to be investigated a bit more. As for an altar, there is a raised area in a grove of mature white pines about 20 feet wide and 6 inches high with a granite post in each corner. There are no gravestones within the square, which used to be the foundation of the old friend's meeting house. One particular gravesite is the subject of a legend. And this is the legend of Marmaduke's grave, and that refers to Marmaduke Earl, who was a beloved Quaker. So as legend goes, if you walk around the grave site 10 times at midnight and say, Marmaduke, speak to me, and then kneel down and put your head to the stone, Marmaduke will in fact speak to you. Now, I want to mention, if you're planning on trying to test this out, that would mean you would be trespassing because you're not allowed in the cemetery after dark. So do that at your own risk, (laughs) at your own peril of either getting arrested or being terrified out of your mind. Might not be the best decision to make, but I have to say I am intrigued by this. One explanation for what seems to be disembodied sounds at the gravesite are cows mooing at night on a nearby farm. So if you hear, if, if you've ever lived near a farm, Um, or even if you've just been near one where you can hear that, you know, cows moving from a distance, it can't, it it could be very similar to what, you know, um, a moaning sound might, might sound like. So there could be a reasonable explanation for those sounds. And I could see where it might scare you if you didn't know what it was. So who knows? While there's no official report of a girl being murdered on the cemetery grounds, There was a six-year-old boy from the Nazareth boys' home who was beaten to death by a 16-year-old boy. And the little boy's body was dumped less than a mile from the cemetery gates. How sad. That's just, that's horrible. Most of the reports of terrifying encounters or eerie feelings occur at the base of a hill on Earl Street and actually not inside the cemetery. There also was a schoolhouse in proximity to the cemetery that was said to be burned down intentionally, also kind of creepy. Additionally, within a half mile, there is a well-hidden and little-known Revolutionary War-era burial ground. So here we go again. That kind of sounds like the perfect conditions for a haunting. 
So it seems like the cemetery is kind of more the geographic center where some disturbing things happened. So I want to mention a couple of things about this. So if you go online and you Google Spider Gate Cemetery, um, again, it's called the Friends Cemetery, you'll see the images of it and you'll see that there are a number, number of people who have gone there. And all of the things that are mentioned in the rumors and the legend, they all exist. So there's caves. There is a, there is a space that looks like an altar. There is a stone wall outside of the cemetery. So there are things that exist there that I can totally understand why there are rumors. I mean, it's the perfect setting there to, for, for stories of sacrifices and murders and such. And when you have events that, of course, have happened nearby a cemetery, of course, those stories are going to get intertwined. So, again, are any of these things true? As you know, if you've listened to our podcast before, I'm a firm believer that energy hangs around. You know, um, in the cemetery, naturally, you know, there's a lot of energy that's going to hang around a cemetery. And it might not necessarily even be the energy of the people who are buried there. It's a place where there's a lot of emotion. So in any, in any area where there's been a lot of emotion um, due to a lot of loss and tragedy, absolutely, I could see that there could be energy that could be hanging around and it could be affecting things that go on. So cemeteries in and of themselves, naturally, you know, it's natural to to assume that perhaps you might experience some paranormal activity there. But does this cemetery really, is it really any different from any other cemetery? No, probably not. But again, the, the uh, stories about the, the disturbing things that have gone on near the area, that in and of itself, I would say, it really could, could discourage me really from wanting to go check that out at midnight. Let's put it that way. Um, do I want to go there and check it out? Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the things that I have been doing since I've, especially since I've been up in New England, is I love to go to old cemeteries. I uh, really like an old cemetery. I mean, I'm I'm kind of weird. We all know this. I'm a little bit strange, but I like to just go and kind of look at the the symmetry and the beauty of the rows of the graves. Um, I lo- I love an old cemetery. I love um, if you've ever seen a really old gravestone, it's like a story. it's almost a narrative. Um, You know, it's very detailed um, when you see the graves of here lies so-and-so, and and then they give important details about their life. I think that is just so fascinating. And, um, but I also think it's really important to remember that the intention behind that is to show respect for the dead and their families. So I would not encourage anybody to be going into a cemetery and trespassing and, and being disrespectful. And also there's the part of me that says, I really don't want to go there and do something disrespectful and then have a spirit follow me home because I was being a jerk. So there's that part of me too. But I think it sounds like a really cool place to check out. And again, how much do I want to go there? How much do I really want to test out that legend of what would happen if I actually put my head down to Marmaduke Earl's gravestone? I absolutely, absolutely, I am so curious about that. So that was today's spooky place. And like I said, I've got many more things planned and I'm going to do my very best to keep up with 
as many episodes as I possibly can in this month of October, because again, my favorite month, I'm not going to let it get away from me without sharing my love of all things haunted and spooky with you out there. Please do reach out by email, 31nightsofscaryshit at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, even if it's a story that isn't about you. Even if it's a story that you thought was going to be scary and it turned out to be something funny, you were totally wrong about it. Go ahead and send that in an email. Would love to have enough content to do an episode that's just listeners sharing their experiences. So again, glad to be back. Glad to be sharing this October month with you. And until we meet again, stay spooky.